Welcome back for another episode. I absolutely love doing this podcast and having conversations like the one just now. Before we get into it, it is brought to you by Laura Lee Smith. She's a real estate agent in the Bryan College Station, Texas and surrounding areas. And if you're in the market to buy or sell a home in that area, look no further than Laura Lee Smith. And don't take my word for it, just because she got us into our own home and She even found our lender and told us what we needed to do to get approved. Don't do any of that. Have a conversation with her. See what she has to say. If you don't like it, then you can move on to another agent. But I guarantee you, you'll love what Laura Lee has to offer. Her number is 979-218-2315. That's 979-218-2315. Also, my friend Danny has branched out and started his own company, C5 Mobile RV Repair. Go follow him on Facebook, friend him, send him a message, promote his page. He's just a solid dude, and he's a hardworking guy and does great quality work. And if you have a vacation on wheels, such as a camper, RV, or trailer, he comes to you, fixes the issue, and has you back up and going in no time. So support Danny any way you can and go to C5 Mobile RV Repair on Facebook and give him a shout. If you want to support the podcast monetarily, you can go to 95adventures.com and buy any of the tasty original blends that me and my wife have tasted and approved. And they're 100% original, all our own, uh, on the website. And we ship anywhere you like. It's all calculated there. If you're in town, you can just put pickup and we will deliver it to you, whatever, by any means necessary. So anyway, go there. Check that out. It really helps support them. And if you want to support the podcast free of charge, probably the most important way that is to rate and review the podcast and then share the episodes such as this one that you love hearing on any of your social media platforms. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I really appreciate that and thank you so very much. On to the latest episode with the donut darling herself, Taylor Laney. Just a wonderful conversation with a wonderful human being. I'm, I, I can't tell you how awesome it is. She is a little donut trailer um, where she sells donuts out of there and coffee. And she worked her way all the way up to be in Kyle Field, having concession stands here in College Station, and even Formula One racing events. She's all over Texas. She's just fantastic. Through all the struggles and everything, she has made a business and a, a crazy entrepreneur and inspiring on all sorts of aspects of life. So I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I do with her. Also, listen to the podcast because if you go, if you follow her on Instagram and tag her and you follow 95 Adventures on Instagram and tag each other and Facebook and all social media platforms and then go to her trailer and say Sprinkles 50, you get 50% off your order with her. That's a crazy deal. Taylor was more than generous to offer that. So um, I'm, I'm really appreciative of it and I hope this works out for both of us. So please do that. Tag it, but you have to follow. You have to tag us in each one of our social media platforms. All right. Now, with all that blabbing being done, I'm going to let Taylor do the talking. So please enjoy this episode with Taylor Laney. There we go. All right. Round two. Yes, I'm excited. This is a, this is so fun to be back here. Oh, I'm excited to have you. This do is a second one. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, for sure. So what what has been going on in Donut Darling's life since the last time, which is, what has it been? Has it been a year? It's been a year. It has been a year. Now. Yeah, it's been about a year. Um, it's been crazy. I mean, we've had so many opportunities since the last time I talked to you. Um, one being the Kyle Field with, with the, the stadium. So uh, that was insane. So Blake Stakes over um, on University, he 
asked me one day and said, Hey, I have this, I'm like in the stadium. I've got a, I've got a concession stand in there for, you know, his Philly cheesesteaks. He's in town. Um, look him up. He's awesome. Um, he's really great for letting me bring or bringing me on, you know, this opportunity. Uh, he said, Hey, do you want to do a chicken and donuts? I, uh, kind of concession I've got this little idea I want to do and I said uh yeah I'd love to Uh, it sounds so awesome and then about a week later it was all finalized and we were like we've got a concession stand inside (laughs) Kyle Field and so uh we're making chicken and donuts and you know we had come up with some really fun flavors one was um maple bacon um, chicken and donuts, and then we had. Um, How like do you a, eat these chicken and donuts? Okay, so it's like it's donut holes. It's like a cup. It's donut holes and like um, chicken nuggets that taste a lot like Chick Fil A chicken nuggets. So it's like all mixed in together, and then it's got all of the we do one that's like a hot honey, or we have like a jalapeno bacon ranch one too. So that was really cool. Um, they were all super popular, and then of course I had my donut cups in there as well that were just all my sweet stuff. Um, and it all sold really great. And um, we sold out at the South Carolina game this last, um, this last one. We were we ran out of donuts uh, like third in the third quarter. So that's the in the third quarter. And then in the third quarter. So you had yeah. to sh- did you shut down or you just like no, we just had to like tell everyone that walked up because I mean we have people in line the entire time. I mean it's it's volume. It's a lot of volume in there. Um, it was fast paced. It was super fun. Um, on top of that, I also had. Uh, they asked Donut Darlin to come in and have a booth inside the All-American and Legacy Suites. Um, and with that, there's been a whole ton of opportunities as well. Um, like, we went and met the 12 founders. They brought me in to each suite and and introduced me. And I talked to them and I gave them a card. I gave them some donuts and said, you know, if you have any events, um, you know, birthdays, weddings, any sort of private events or celebrations then to call me um and i would love to come out and do some things and i think i'm doing a christmas party here with the the texas a bush library so oh that's awesome yeah. what goes into that like you just set up outside and uh, people up, yeah. come and in to look at all the christmas stuff most of yeah most of it's going to be catering and so um you know they'll buy a certain amount of servings and then you know people who are at that private event or whatever um you know occasion that they're doing they can they can come up and get their donuts and choose it's a whole experience you get to choose whatever donut you want on the menu and then um, we make it right there for you and then just hand it out you know the dates for that Ooh, i'd have to oh my gosh (laughs) i should have brought my calendar my gosh but what's cool is um so that brings me to my my friend Casey with Busy Butterfly. Um, she's my new you know marketing girl that's been helping me with all kinds of social media um she built out my website and so now that you can now you can see my schedule on the website with all the different events that we have oh that's up. cool yeah so it's that's um cool. very easy access you know you can get on there and see you know where we are in town um as well as we do post that on facebook and instagram and stuff so but it's nice to have it like yeah just kind of see the whole month of where she's gonna be yeah mm-hmm. so to see like oh hey i see you driving by yeah yeah where is she going yeah <laughs> you can look up and see what we're doing that day that's awesome. That's Very awesome. Cool, yeah. Had the new website's up already? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It's called so DonutDarlin.com. DonutDarlin.com. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It's cool. I know. No one had taken my name yet. So I think last cool. time we talked, you didn't have a website. You just had no, Facebook. I just had Facebook and Instagram. So yeah, we've uh, we've grown quite a lot since the last time I've talked um, with you. So it's been good. It's been really good. Um, we hit, let's see, we hit... The same amount of events that we did in the full year of 2017 um, in June of 
2018. And so um, we've doubled our events this year. Uh, wow. Or I guess 18 to 19. 18 to 19, 18 to yeah. 19, yeah. We've yeah. doubled our events. Um, it's been it's been nuts. That's really crazy. We've been working a lot. Yeah, it's uh, been about doing four-ish events a week. Um, next week, or I guess it's Sunday. So this week we're um, going to be at the Student Bonfire on Tuesday. And then uh, at Lululemon on Black Friday. And then I'm headed out of town on Saturday for an event um, (laughs) down in, like, the Flatonia Luling area. Working the whole Thanksgiving stuff. Oh, yeah. No, I have to take my own car to my own Thanksgiving um, in Oklahoma with my family because I totally booked myself out with events. So So is your family from Oklahoma? Yeah. We're all from Oklahoma. I was born in Texas, but my parents um, both are born in Norman High School Sweethearts. Oh. Um, Yeah. Moved down here. Moved to New Braunfels, San Marcos area. Grew up there. And then came to A&M for, for construction. That was the whole construction. So you still go up every, like, all your holiday stuff? Or, yeah. So I mean, how do you find time for Thanksgiving if you've got events on I know, right? Saturday? You're just going to go up to Oklahoma and come I'll, back? I'll be there for, like, a night, yeah. Eat, eat the good old dinner, eat it all, all my good stuff, and then I'm headed back home. <laughs> That's awesome. So are your parents proud? <laughs> yes, I hope so. I really sure you hope so. But because um, they're both entrepreneurs too, right? They are, and I actually, you know, thinking about it, I was just talking with a friend. Uh, yeah, my whole family is all entrepreneurs. Um, I'm, both my parents, um, both of their parents were both um, all entrepreneurs, and so I guess it's just kind of a generational thing that you know it's in the family to just think that way and work that way and. Well, once it's in your blood, it's yeah, kind of in your it's blood. it's kind of in my blood. Yeah. I love it, though. It's hard to switch gears and go, like, coming from an uh, entrepreneur mm-hmm. background and in a business, it's really hard to switch the gears. Like, you can't shut that off. I still can't no. shut it off exactly. No, like, no, no. I treat I... it like I own it, and it's it's the weirdest thing because everybody else around me, I can see them, they shut shut off. Yeah. And it's a hard thing to do. It really is. I, uh... I, I can't think any other way. I, I had told myself my sophomore year, whenever I had gotten the trailer, that um, I wasn't going to work for anyone after I had graduated college. And it's so cool because that happened. I graduated um, this past May. And so now I'm full-time donuts. I'm just traveling around Texas and doing private events for people and you know festivals and um, just... Really? Anything. So what's the furthest in Texas you've been to a festival? Furthest in Texas, um, I would say in, we've gone to Dallas, gone to San Antonio. Um, we hit Houston all the time. Um, and then Austin as well. So, I mean, we hit all the big ones. But I guess um, we've been invited to come to Louisiana as well as Oklahoma. But I haven't. Um, How does that work with the laws and the regs? And Do you have, do you have to like pay attention to all that and get yeah, your license Yeah, and you have to get a temporary license for each public event that you're doing in that county or city limit. So there's a lot that goes into it that, um, you know, behind the scenes that people wouldn't think. But um, yeah, just a temporary permit to go do these little events. And, you know, I'd, if you look up on, you know, Texas, you know, just events going on, there's like thousands of festivals within the year. Um, yes. I mean, you could book yourself out just in festivals if you wanted to. Um, but I, I typically love to do the catering with the private events, the special days, like the weddings and the birthdays. Um, really, really cool to be a part of. So do you ever do any like kids birthdays? Oh my gosh. That's my favorite part. That's my (laughs) client. That's my client is the four year old toddler. The toddlers are my people. Um, 
Yeah, so we actually started going into these uh, donut cakes. I don't know if you've seen them on my social media site. Oh, yes. I, I actually have seen some pictures of them. Yeah. And they look awesome. They're really, really I was cool. like, ooh, make that in gluten-free. I know you make them in gluten-free, too. Yes, we have gluten-free. But they look amazing. We talked about it. I was like, vegan. oh, that's cool. And then I saw a picture of them. like, oh, man, that looks oh, so Oh, it was so awesome. We did one for a bride. Um, it was for her bridal shower. And then we had, um, a week later, we had one for a little four-year-old birthday, and it was a hit. They loved it, and um, I'm really happy we started, you know, breaking into that market as well. Um, that's something I haven't done yet, so that was really cool to do. They're huge. They're like four feet tall, these cakes. <laughs> the cakes The are? cake was. It ended up being. Four foot tall? That's as tall as the kids. Yeah, no, no, no. It, this, this cake was huge. It was huge. I... Uh, it was my first time making one, and that was kind of the scary part. I said, you know, I told this bride I could make this this donut cake, and I've never made one, you know. I'm like, all right, I'm going to wing it. I'm just going to do it. Um, ended up buying the wrong size cone at Hobby Lobby, and oh, the cone that goes on the inside. Yeah. And so this thing ended up being like four feet tall, so... She got a huge one. <laughs> she got a gigantic one. That's a lot. It turned of... out it ended up taking like six more hours than I had intended on it taking because I had bought the wrong size. Did you have to make it the day of or? I made it before? the day before. The day before? Mm-hmm. And that's a ton of work. It How was... many donut holes is that to like fill um, up that four foot cake? It was more than 200 donuts on that. Oh my gosh. On each one, yeah. There's a lot. It's a lot of stacking. Yeah, of course, especially when you, you have it in your head going, okay, this is only going to take 160 donuts. And then that only builds halfway up the cake, and you're like, I bought the wrong size cone. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, she's getting a deal. Here she's getting go. a good deal here. She's getting, <laughs> she's getting hella donuts out there. So it's okay. No, she's um, it was very fun. And then after that, we did the, the, little, the little birthday, and it was a normal size cake. So... And back down, back like, down to normalcy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. that's kind of like the, I guess, the way you operate, though. Just jump, just go, do it. Got to do it. Um, I read this thing on um, Pinterest or something that said, um, "The best time to do it is when you're not ready." So, when well, you're never you're ready. ready, and you're never ready. Never really as an ready. entrepreneur. Yeah, I mean, it's always very nerve wracking, and like, you know, should I take this step? Should I go with this opportunity? And um, it's really cool that, you know, we've had like a couple avenues, you know, we can pick to go down, which is um, something that I find very cool and very hard to find is, um, you know, having more than one avenue to pick, you know, whether we could go through with um, growing the business through concession stands um, at through Levy and into other stadiums and um, arenas and things like that, or we could go another route get a second trailer we could build a drive-thru i mean there's so many things that we could yeah, do I knew with you were it. talking about like the drive-thru mm-hmm. part and i didn't know if that actually came to through it or you're did. still working on it, it it did it's i'm put it on the back burner it's not it's not something that i i totally just you know push to the side but um i did get a lot of time to sit down and think about it and i don't necessarily want to go backwards say 200,000 in debt as opposed to when I don't have to you know yeah at this point you know I could um either franchise a trailer or get a second trailer and um you know be able to stay afloat and you know I'm I'm currently looking to buy a house um so that's like something really cool as well that's really awesome um there's like a lot of things that are happening right now I'm young I'm 
just kind of thrown into the mix of it. And so I uh, kind of wanted to want to slow it down. I want it to um, grow naturally and organically. And um, I think a drive through would be a little, little much too fast. And so um, I might put that back a little bit and and work harder on focusing to branch out the trailer, the the catering aspect of the trailer. Yeah. And then who would you get to run the second trailer? Like you just hire somebody that... Yeah. Yeah. So I've actually got a couple of great employees that work for me. um, And I would love to give them a trailer. And they could work like full time. It's not like a student type of thing. Well, right now they're students. And so that's kind of the, um, the dilemma with it right now. I mean, choosing how to grow, but... Um, all my employees are students and so they all have, you know, a full-time schedule. And I remember what it was like to run the business and be a full-time student and it was crazy. So, I mean, I don't expect anyone to be able to do it, um, you know, right now, but if, if, if it's something that they truly had their heart into, um, yeah, I mean, like I'm looking to, to branch out, move, move out of town, maybe start over in, uh, Houston, um, you know, just a little bit closer so we can still keep all of these events that we do here in College Station because it's only an hour away. So, yeah. And then we could, you know, as well branch out and start taking over, you know, Woodlands Market and Spring and Magnolia and that area and then work our way into Houston a little bit. That's pretty, that's, I know. That's let's exciting just like, stuff. let's just saturate the Southwest with yeah. Donut Darlings. <laughs> with Donut Darlings. Yes, with Donut Darling trailers. Why not? And how old are you? 22. 22. I guess today I was like, I think she's 23. 23 I'll be 23 in December, so I'm, I'm, I'm coming up on it. So almost, not even 23 yet. Not 23 yet. And you've had this thing for what, how many years? Almost three. So it was June of 2017 was my first year. And as it, and so almost three years. So as a 20-year-old, you've, you're like... It was 19. I'm not, I don't I, want a sports car, no Mercedes. I, I, I gave it up for a van. A, I talk about that all the time. It blew, like the mindset. That's just part of like the way you think. I see you driving by and that hauling your trailer to yeah. an event or something, pass you on the road. And I'm like, oh, it's Donut Darling right there. People honk it's, all the time. And I'm like, hey, guys, just smiling. I don't think people this. realize that's your daily driver. That's though. my daily. Yeah, that is my everyday. I mean, I, I've slept in the van. Like, I want to take a road trip in the van. I mean... I love that van, and honestly, um, I don't know if I'd ever trade it for another car. <laughs> I think I'm kind of like van life now. So, um, and I, you know, I was little, and I promised myself I'm never gonna drive a van. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a sports car. I'm gonna be, you know, it's gonna be cute and it's gonna be pink. And I traded it in for my cute pink van. But so. most people wouldn't want to take that commitment. You know what I mean? They well, want their, they want their cool car. They don't want the van that you know, like I van. We got priorities here. Yeah, we got priorities. <laughs> We're in the business of making money, and uh, that van is the bomb. I love that thing. She goes fast. <laughs> Real fast. She goes fast. Her name's Darlene. She's Darlene. Darlene. Yes. <laughs> Darlene the van. Darlene the van. Oh, yes. That's what we're, we love the van. Like, we want them too, as much as people like make fun of me. I'm yeah. like, dude, the minivans and vans in general are awesome. Those little like sprinter type vans. You know, and sometimes, like, I wish I got the taller one, and I always thought the taller one looked a little goofy, but I was like, I don't need all that space. But now I'm like, dude, I could live in here if if I had more space. Yeah, they're functional. (laughs) They're super functional. Yeah, they're really cool. They're crazy, awesome, like... The sprinters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I really... I'm I'm a big fan. I used to drive some on some, like, deliveries and whatnot. I'm like, I love this thing. It rides great. It's super fun. I don't know if you... The last time I was here, if I had my first van or if I had the one I have now. 
I don't. It was wrapped. I know that it was. It was wrapped. Yeah. So you had. You I had, had a van. It. I had my first van, and um, and then it got totaled on the way to a sorority formal event with the trailer. Oh no! It with was, the trailer. With the trailer. And oh, it was horrible. It was the worst day. Um, we ended up still going to the event, killing it, and um, the trailer was fine. Um, we were a little bit hurt, but uh, my employee, he's his name's Russian. He is. Uh, the best ever and he said he goes no taylor we're going to make money still we're going to make money and he's covering his eye he had a the airbags the airbags went off and and it had hurt my hands pretty good and my thumbs it pulled my thumbs back um and then it had hurt his eye pretty good and so um we're over there struggling struggling making donuts and uh, how'd you get the trailer there um my sister okay so before the van i had a uh jeep grand cherokee Mm-hmm. And um, I called my sister, and she she pulled up, and we picked up the trailer, and went back to the house, and kind of just sat down and go, okay, what are we gonna do? And I said, all right. Russian goes, we're going, we're going, to, we're going to the event. And I said, okay, pack up, we're going. And they they hauled off the van on a on a stretcher, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> on and, a stretcher. and we took the trailer and we went and made made money that night. That's so. how much you love the van. You're like, it's a stretcher. It's yeah. not. Just, oh my gosh, it's not, it, a, it's not a tow truck. I was it's a in tears. I was. It was like it was bad. It was sad. It was really sad. And then um, took a couple weeks to get a new one. Um, was able to buy the new one and. Yeah, now I love it. But the event went off great. Oh yeah, went great. And yeah. didn't it, like did it help you decompress from what had just happened? It it did because you know that you know just getting making money off of it. And we're like okay, well at least we we're getting paid. It's crazy that I can look across and you're like just smiling about this whole I event. Love you're like it. oh man, we just had we totaled the van. The trailer was with us, and then we picked it up and took it up there and just had the best time. We did. It was, I mean, it wasn't the best time. It was, it was painful, but yeah. <laughs> it, it happened, you know, it was an experience and we've, it's, if you push through, you can, um, you can do pretty good things. And, um, that's like one of my things, cause I've been speaking at a bunch of, um, schools and stuff lately about, um, entrepreneurship and I was actually about to ask you if the speaking stuff was like going because I remember that it has been crazy um the first one I went to was at the rudder uh, tower in uh, at A&M's campus and we I had gotten there and hadn't I thought it was going to be um you know maybe a organization's guest speaker and it was a panel speech with two other entrepreneurs um and I walk in the room and there's 300 chairs sitting there, 300 empty chairs. And I said, what? I went over and talked to the, the girl organizing the event and I said, yeah, am I in the right room? Like, what's going on? She goes, hey, Taylor, yeah, you're here. Yeah, everyone, I mean, it's $8 for a ticket and we have got a full house tonight. And I'm like... $8 for a ticket? So they sold tickets to this talk? Sold tickets talk. to this panel speech. And um, I had never talked... I mean, I blacked out when I talked about construction to my class. Like, I, I, it is not my thing. <laughs> Public speaking is not my thing. And then, you know, I see all these people funneling in and sitting down in chairs. And there's a there's a mic in the middle of the room where they're able to get up at any time and come ask questions on the spot. Oh, so it was a Q&A too. Yeah, it was a Q&A. The whole thing was. And um, I went up there and I had the time of my life. And that's when I finally said, this is like in game this is what i wanted to so do. was it mainly high school students that got up there or is it like that their was, parents and adults and students. That, college students that, those okay. were college students um and adults that had 
bought tickets to to that one. Um, so it was like a mix of anybody that just wanted to be an entrepreneur, wanted, they could just come to it. Anybody who wanted to hear some entrepreneurs speak about you know their experiences and stuff. So um, yeah, it inspired. I had I don't know maybe ten girls come up to me afterwards and said. I want to start my own business. Can we get some coffee? And, you know, and I, <laughs> Can we get some? That's I, awesome. I have had probably 20 coffee dates talking about women entrepreneurship and talking about, um, you know, just the struggles and, and how to start businesses in different markets and, um, ideas on where to start with an idea and things. So it's just really cool to be able to, to inspire other girls and, and even, even guys to do what they love doing. So. It's just so, so cool. So I really hope that it continues. And um, we've spoke to, since then, um, since that first one, we've spoke to quite a few middle schools, elementaries, um, high schools as well. And and then, yeah, I've gone to a couple different banks in town and just um, businesses as well who have a, want a guest speaker for the day for their meeting. And, really? Yeah, it's been wild. How many, how, like... How did they find like out about to, you speaking? I don't know. I went to Edward. Uh, I, I post about it on my social media. I needed to post about it in like my services because that'd be a cool thing to, you know, just add on there. Like, hey, I can come talk to your group of people. Yeah, I don't even know how to market. I mean, I know you can market it, and how, but I don't know how that works. Like how people figure I, it out and then it, and then it goes. Because I actually talked to... Um, uh, I, ha- I actually had him, the day tripper, on the show. The guy oh, that has really? the PBS show. Yeah, Chet. He's a super cool dude. He's that really awesome. Cool. And uh, I went over there and visited his place, and he showed me around and whatnot. And he was talking about one thing leads to another, and then you get like uh, public speaking gigs, and yeah. then somebody hears you there, and it just kind of spreads. It really just kind of spirals. And, and yeah, from one gig, you get another. And one, the next person who hears you says, I've got a group of girls that really would love. You know, the last one I went to was last week. It was at um, Aggie Women in Business. Um, went and talked to about 30, 40 girls about entrepreneurship and how we are boss babes and where we're going to get it. <laughs> and we rule the world, girls, you know. Do you so, do Q&As at all of them? All of them. Yeah? All of them. So on the spot, whatever you want, ask. So do no, you prepare right. anything for this dip? I've things? never prepared anything. Never. You just go in there and just... And so that's why I was freaking out on that first one because I had 300 chairs in there and going, I didn't prepare nothing. I, would, I just came to talk about what I do. And then it flowed so naturally and so easy. And I had the, I just had a blast. So you just tell your story. Tell and my story and, and talk about the struggles. Um, you know, have some few bullet points, you know, where, um, you know, life experiences that I've had that have, you know pushed me to go further and you know just hit those and just it just takes one girl it just takes one person you need to um if you can make it click in their head to that they can go do that their own thing and they don't have to make someone else thousands of dollars they can make them thousands of dollars so um that's just like my main thing is you know you can do it on your own if you love it enough well really like and you're kind of like you've you've kind of lived it, so you can say it. You've lived it, yeah. Because it's proven your fryer ex- like oh the, yeah the that, whole explosion. So you've had the actual like things happen that actually formed the business. And that I talk you about have. I talk about every one of those um, paying my dad back for the trailer and the briefcase. I talk about the the yeah the explosion with the fire department, 
all of the things that should have ended my business. Because you were going to be doing crepes and regular donuts. Yeah. And then because of those things that happen, like chain reaction of events, you have but donut holes. you cannot holes. give up. But what? you have to figure it out. You know? Yeah. You have to figure it out. I think that's one of the things I remember from the last, like, last time talking uh-huh. to you. It's like, you were walking in Walmart crying. Balling. Trying to figure out how to fix There's this There's been problem. a lot of experiences with this whole business that have ended in tears. But uh, we always end up finding a way to turn it around and make it something really great. And anything that adds to your story adds value to your business. And I... Um, I truly think if you stick with it and people say, don't put all your eggs in one basket, but I'm like, do it, dude. Put all of them in one basket, bet on yourself, sell yourself and uh, yeah, you'll kill it. I like so, it. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I love that. I love seeing people like go for it. My friend Danny. Yeah. Um, he's doing the same thing. Like he's doing his own, his own deal. Like this mobile RV repair, repair thing oh, cool. where he was, he, He's was doing it as a job and then he gets into a uh, partnership and then things went different directions, you know, just, you know, this path led him into just being on his own. Yeah. And I'm like super happy for him because he took that leap to go, no, I really like this. I'm going to do it on my own. Yeah. And surround yourself. I mean, I always tell people surround yourself with others who have that same mindset. Um, all of my friends now are entrepreneurs. That's super important, isn't it? All of my friends are. Um, one of them, Casey with Busy Butterfly, um, call her for all marketing needs. I would say Blake over at Blake Stakes. He's the bomb. Um, he was my partner all through, all through Kyle Field and love him to death. Um, I've even got great friend Blaze. Um, she's a wedding coordinator in Buda and New Braunfels and things. And, um, yeah, surround yourself with people who will get you where you want to be, you know, and, and, and to support you and, and carry you and. All that sort of things. That are also wanting to go to the same place as you Go to the going. same place, yeah. You know, yeah. like, you can't... It's it's the same thing with anything that you do in life. Mm-hmm. Like, a, if down to dieting, down to, like, yeah, whatever you, it is. If you're... You can go to the gym, but if you're not living like you want to lose weight, yeah. you're just not going to lose you're weight. Like, lose the, weight. you have to actually... You have to live it. You have to live yeah. it, breathe it, eat it. I mean, if, it has to be your life. And um, it's my life, and I love it. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Anything. <laughs> It's awesome. Nothing. There's freedom, but then there's also a bunch of stress. Like yes. people think it's all just glorious and it's not. Oh my gosh. Glory yeah. is like I mean, talking about it now, it just it's just it's so humbling because you know, to see where it started and kind of where it's going and where it's at now. Um, I'm kind of at that point right now where I'm kind of at the fork in the road, like, where do I go with it? What do I do with it? Do I you know, I've got all these avenues, which is which is really great, but um, you know, stressful as to pick you know what which is the best one for the business what is the best for me personally and um yeah i'm there i'm struggling i'm plus the stress of like the growth in general yeah the growth in general we were just talking about employees and yeah you know hiring people for events or just typical things that are going to go on with owning a business yeah we had three three little um three separate things running at each game so we had the trailer downstairs in the fan zone we had the Legacy All-American Suites booth running in, um, yeah, the suites area. And then we had the concession stand in the on the second deck. So, I mean, we were we were running around like crazy. I mean, I have, I was so tired. I was so tired. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's what you were saying before. Like, yeah. 
you would think from the outside you just set people to manage it, and you change, but you managed all three locations. Yeah. And if people have ever been to like any stadium anywhere, you know, especially a college stadium, it's especially massive. Kyle Field. Oh yeah. my God, Kyle Field! <laughs> I think it's like the second biggest stadium to what LSU. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, I uh, it's got to it. be. I mean, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I am not the the football guru. I but know. you had to run between all three of them had all to the run time and deal with all, all the problems th- and the issues. And, and, and no, nothing's going to just run smooth. It never did. No. Not a second of it ran smoothly, but we did it. We did it, and we're here. We're still standing. We're still breathing. And, and when you it get was done with so those fun. days, you're oh, just it's like, just incredible. You're like exhausted, and you go, "Okay, I can sleep in in the morning. I'll just I'll think about all this tomorrow." And then you wake up and you go, "Oh my god, we did that yesterday. That is so cool. We were in Kyle Field. We." My business is in Kyle Field. Like, what? That is nuts. But um, other than that, the biggest event that we've done to date was in November at Formula One in Austin. Oh, that place is cool. It was the, the, nuts. Um, what is it? The Racetrack of America? The Racetrack. Circuit, Circuit of America. Yeah, Circuit of America. That's what it's called. That's yep. a cool place. It was really cool. Um, I've been with my dad um, as a little girl, and it was just the, the coolest experience to be a part of. And then for them to reach out and say, hey, we want Donut Darling to be at the International Formula One race. And Jeez. and I'm over here going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. How do you get that far? Like, it's, you just, didn't... it's just, it's been word of mouth. It's been social media. Um, it's been the story. And, yeah, it's it, it sells itself. So um, I hope that, I hope that it can inspire people. And I hope that, you know, people see it and, and want want wanted to be a part of it but there's a lot of hustle involved in oh, that. Tons it's gotta of it. be oh my gosh but to get to like formula it's... one racing like you're that's not just some like two bit you know kyle no. field formula one racing this whole thing is there's a 22 year old not it's even just... 23 yet 22 years old and you're like you're doing these major things out of one van and one trailer yeah I, so... I, it you it was say crazy that to make it reality. We had um okay, so we had that Saturday was the UTSA game as well. So the Friday, Saturday, Sunday was the Formula One race, and we um had the trailer there all three days. But UTSA was still running. Um so that Saturday, sorry, Friday night after Formula One, I jump in the car, I bring a buddy, and we drive all the way to College Station Friday night after the race. After the wake game. up, run the game at the stadium with all the concessions uh as soon as that's done we pack up head straight home and work f1 the next day it was it was crazy and then while i was at utsa i had four girls um or three girls and russian um my donut dude um running (laughs) running things in austin and we're running things in college station so at this point i need a second trailer so yeah, that, so you had to pull. Oh man, you had to pull the trailer back with you from the F one. No, no, you no, left no, I somebody couldn't. There, right? I couldn't. I actually pulled out of the fan zone that game in order to do the fa- the Formula One race. But I still had the concession stands in the, in the stadium running, so I had to run back in. Yeah, and you know, schedule and hire girls to work that one. So it's just you managing all those people, all of them. The between the Formula One and that on the Formula same day, same weekend, same day, same weekend, all of it. Managing all the employees, and I wasn't gonna say no. The second that they said, "Hey, you want to view a Formula One?" I said, "We we're already booked, but yeah, I'll be there." Like, so I, this is like the best thing. Like, can, do you want to do this? Yes. Always say yes. Can you make it happen? Yes. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we will. I mean, and I then you leave and go. How are we going to figure? How this are out? we going to do this? Yeah, how are we going to do this? I don't know. We'll figure it out, and we end up do. We end up figuring out. It's crazy. And making it happen. You have to. 
Jeez. you have to no no is not an option failure is not an option um in an entrepreneurial world so it's just like not. if it doesn't work figure out a different path you have to you have to make it work no matter what no matter how hard it is no matter how much it costs you gotta do it <laughs> no matter how no. much it costs no matter how much of an expensive lesson it is, yeah, you got to do it. You got to learn them. I was about to say, you have the expensive lessons because oh, yeah. the buck stops with you. You pay all the bills. Yeah, you got to learn them. And, and it, it's going to suck learning them, you know, firsthand. But if you don't, you can't grow. It's and weird how those are the most memorable lessons, though. They really like, are. You're like, I don't want to do that again. I'm not going to do that again. Not going to do that again. You remember what happened last time <laughs> I paid this guy that and didn't you know yeah. whatever it is you know it was Remember? yeah there's been just so much in the past two and a half years since I first started um it's it's been a lot and I'm so thankful for all of it especially even the whole community the whole town um and even outside you know Waco and Austin it's starting to grow towards Houston Magnolia um spring area so you know it's getting it's getting there we're spreading out um I'm very excited to see where we go. Do you do the stuff with Chip and Joanna still? I do. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. We were up there um, this past October um, for the celebration in Waco. And then we'll be up there again next spring in March for the Spring at the Silos. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, so come see us there. Um, it'll be on my website, uh, donutdarlin.com. Um, so you can come, you know, look at the whole schedule of everything that we've got going on, um, photos and all kinds of services and everything up there. What kind yeah. of things, so I have my daughter mm-hmm. is she's really like really growing up awesome. I couldn't be like happier, oh, the luckiest she's person. So like she's adorable. Yeah. It's just, I'm really proud of her. The, it, like, I don't think anybody could get that lucky with that good of a teenager, <laughs> Yes, you know, but it's, I can see things in her and the way she goes. So somebody like her, she's 15. Uh You know, what kind of advice do you give when you go and talk to a crowd of like my daughter, Kendra, who is super interested in a wide variety of things and just looking to get into their own thing? You just have to try it out. I mean, I, okay. So I didn't know necessarily what I wanted to do with my life until I saw the trailer. Swear to God, (laughs) swear to God. I was in construction because my parents did construction. And I said, maybe this is what I want to do. I don't necessarily know. I know that you don't have to graduate and, you know, use your degree. You don't necessarily have to do that. You just need to get this certificate. But, you know, I still wanted to find my place in college. I still wanted to figure out what I wanted to do. And she's got so much time. I mean, she really does because I had no idea. I mean, you look back on my third grade um drawing I have a little book and it said um that said what do you want to be when you grow up and I drew a picture of me wanting to swim with Shamu so like I had no idea what I wanted to do I mean uh you just play around and and see what you love it's trial and error and that's all the business has been for me is trial and error and um the second you find something you love the second your heart drops you know you you have to run with it. And it will. It, and everything comes with time. I'm totally a believer that, you know, we're on a path and that, you know, you're going to find your calling and your your purpose and that sort of thing. Um, and I found it within the trailer. Um, and that was in 2017. And I didn't know what I was going to do with it. I had no idea where I was going with it. But um, I knew that I, I could probably do something pretty cool. 
And if you trust in yourself, again, bet on yourself. Um, figure out a way to make it happen. Um, yeah, the whole, I say the world is your oyster, but don't, the world is your donut. The world is your donut. <laughs> the world donut. is your donut. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like you enjoy the rush of the actual, like, going to the events, putting them on. I do. I do. Um, like, I, you, you enjoy that whole process from, like, I could see the joy in your face from running back and yeah. forth from Formula One to the game, and then you completed it, and you're like, yes, it's a victory. It doesn't... The money is like in the, the moment, reward it's for not, the fun. In the moment, yeah, it's really not. I mean, you know, because um, with those contracts and stuff, you know, you don't you don't even get paid for a while. So um, you are just kind of floating all that all that employment cost and all oh, man, of that. That's, that's something I didn't yeah, even think you're, about. You're floating all of yeah. those um, food costs, employment costs, um, and it gets a little hefty in there. But and it's a little bit stressful. But um, you know. They killed it. All, everyone who worked the whole stadium, they they were they did so awesome, and I could not be more thankful for them. Um, yeah, so now now it's just kind of the waiting game, and at least now you know that everything you're making is profit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's coming back. Like, I just have to wait. Whew, yeah, I made it. Just yeah, it's kind of like we can just breathe, and you know, it's kind of the stress is off for the whole football season with that, you know, the whole stadium thing, but. Yeah. Um, Gosh, it was such a fun experience to be a part of that. That's what I'm saying. Like you like the adrenaline rush of oh, actually love it. finishing a project versus like putting it on the in between, like the start to finish, and then when you get done, like that was a, that was, was successful. That was like, so good. It. Yeah, and I yeah. have never sold as many donuts as out of the trailer as I did at Formula One weekend. Um, Whoa, that was record breaking for the trailer of how much we did out of um for that weekend do you had to run to the store and get like yes. extra product and stuff one of those like yep. oh my gosh we're one going too those, fast somebody go quick one of those yeah we're out yeah you're taking the van to the store so you better go drive to buta because that's the closest agb you can find <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's kind of in the middle of nowhere yeah, yeah circuit of americas is kind of in the yeah right outside of austin yeah you don't even know it's there you no. just drive along it yeah, just this that? huge random yeah. track, but the only one in America. So the fact that Donut Darling was there. I didn't is even know that. Like, That's crazy. Yes, and we did so well there. Um, they loved it, and hopefully we'll be invited back for more concerts and stuff at Austin 360. Um, you know, just all of the races and stuff they've got going on and events out there at, at the Circuit of America's track. But that was a really, really cool opportunity to be a part of. Dude, how does such a small, like, one little trailer get all that stuff? We it's blowing my mind. If you really so think about it, so much volume. So those little fryers that we have, yeah, the ones that we use now, um, we had four of those running at Formula One, and we got Reshin in the back. And shout out to you, my boy. I know on the last one he was pretty upset I didn't give him a shout out because <laughs> he is he is like my go-to. I'm so serious, um, and. Uh, yeah, he he cooked, I don't even know, thousands, thousands of donuts that weekend. Well, now his name's been mentioned a lot. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, so Russian. Shout out, Rush. Come on, go. boy. <laughs> You're my boy, bro. You don't even listen to this one. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people actually, like, I got so many comments on the last one of, like, how inspiring it was. Like, you're, I guess you were 21 at the time. I was 21. You are 21. <gasps> Was, You're 21. I just started you have drinking. This business. <laughs> you have a band with a trailer. Uh, everybody loves your donuts, but I think they were more impressed with the 
like I said, the mindset of at that age, you weren't concerned so much with going out and partying and like focusing on like people say they got to go find themselves or whatever that yeah. means. And you were like driven like, no, this is, I this did, is what I enjoy to do. And I I'm going to latch onto it. Yeah. I found myself in this whole business. I really did. Um, I mean, looking back on it, I had, I struggled a lot in college trying to find a place to fit in. Um, you know, I was in a, a completely male organization, like, um, construction. It was 95% male. And so I had, I had five girls in there and, um, that I graduated with. And so they're killing it somewhere out there in the construction world. I know they are. (laughs) Um, but I was the only one, the only one that said, um, not doing this. I'm going to do something else. Um, but thankfully I did. So yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm much happier than Oh yeah. Anyway. Oh my gosh. So much more fun. Dirt. Yeah. yeah. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I did. I graduated four years and I never changed my major. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Four years. Finishing school while running a business while running on a business. your own. You can do and it. People Anyone say can do it. They don't have time. People will say, and like me, I say I don't have time to work out, but that's probably because I, I don't have time to work out. I'm very busy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very busy, but um, yeah, no, my passion is with my business. I found myself in the trailer and, and the brand, and um, I branded myself on it, and I hope that. I hope that I can do this the rest of my life. Cause that's where you place your priorities. Yeah. Like your priority is there and then thing, other things come second. I tried the organizations. I tried the sororities and all of that. Um, but I truly found myself in what I love doing. And um, that was the day I found the trailer. I, I like, love it. Yeah. I love it because a lot of people pass up on it because it's scary. It's scary. Yes. You know, it's like, oh, what if I do fail? Like, oh. What if it does go down? You can't play maybe, the what if game. What I if you just succeed? Do the same thing. What? What, if, what if you kill it? What if you freaking succeed? What if you, what if you grow up and be a millionaire because of it? I've had this thought a lot uh, about like lately, like people talk about regret and you see yeah. like missing your opportunities. And I was thinking, you know, the actual way to erase all your regret would be to start now, no matter what age you are, and say yes to something or go do something that you like say to do. Or look yes. into it. Start the process of some sort of thing. Say yes, um, all the time. Never say no. Say yes to absolutely everything and then figure out how to get it done afterwards. You cannot say no to an opportunity. You have no idea where it's leading you, where it's taking you. Um, And if you're lucky enough, yeah, you'll find something that you truly love doing and that you can do every day and make an income. Make an income while making an impact is what I like to say. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Make an income while making an impact. Mm -hmm. That's, That's a good one. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's a real like good speaking one. to schools, like you, you have your trailer, and you would think it's just a bottom line thing, but then now you're you're helping other people. You're not. You're just sharing the knowledge. You have like to sh- just your share abundant it. mindset of just like, hey, come on in. Hey, you can do this. Yeah, you uh, follow my steps. Like I'll show you how to do it. It's refreshing. Yes. Yeah. And it's nice to. Um, it's refreshing to me even to have people come up to me and go. I've been following you everywhere. I love what you do. I have this idea. Can I talk to you about it? And I said, let's go get coffee. <laughs> and so we go get coffee yes. and we talk about all the ideas and all of the um, struggles that are going to come with it and licensing taxes, all of the, the, the crap that comes with it. Um, we talk about it all and we um, 
I hope they learn a lot from it. You know, I hope that I know I'm only 22. I don't have much knowledge, but I know that. Ah, oh, you have so much more I, knowledge than I, most everybody. I, 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 I try. I really try. I, but I, it's all through experience. So, um, to be able to share the experience and my story with people is more so where, um, where I like to. So that's fall. why I say yes. Yeah. The reason, like, if you would think about it, you know, you hear everybody say like, just say yes, just do it, act. Yeah. But like, with acting comes experience. And then the experience gives you the knowledge. Yeah, to the knowledge. Make to, your, like, then you're educated. That's decisions. how you really get educated. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, college was great. I learned a lot of stuff in college, but I, I never learned near the amount of things that I've learned just going and putting myself in the field and just, you know, just completely absorbing everything that I could possibly learn. Um, and I'm still learning. Oh my gosh, I've got so much to learn and I can't wait to see how much I know. Say what? We do this podcast another year from now. I oh, can't that would wait be to awesome. See. We should do that. We should do like a, a yearly, a yearly, like, a yearly podcast. Like an anniversary? Yeah, yeah. What, what's this girl, what's this crazy girl doing yeah, now? What's Donut Darling up to now? <laughs> That'd be really cool. I would love to be able to do something with y'all, but yeah. What's the future? Now, What? Like, where are you branching out to? Where are you going now? Um, so yeah, I kind of was talking a little bit about um, wanting to move more towards the Houston area to be able to kind of merge both the College Station and Houston Market um, and be able to start there as well. Um, you know, because we, we travel there all the time, but you know, to be able to just completely saturate yourself in, in Houston area. I may have to get a second trailer to do that. Um Looking, actually, if anyone knows of a place to set up in town, I'm looking for a place to set up starting January 2020 um, regularly, 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. in the mornings. Um, so, like, every, every day they can see you at the same spot? Every day they can see me at the same spot, yes. I need. Um, I want to do that um, specifically for my due diligence to see, you know, how we would do for a drive-thru. You know, if, if does the town want to drive through or do we want more catering trailers? You know, so... It's um, a great idea. Yeah, and it's like a tester. It's a tester. It's a tester that doesn't cost any money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it definitely doesn't lose you the same yeah. amount of money. Yeah, yeah. If it does, yeah. You especially know. when I'm comparing it to building a drive-through, a, a free alone standing drive-through. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If you, I mean, that's another point of advice. If it's not broken, don't fix it. So. Yeah, I'm not gonna fix it. I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing. Um, keep the trailers. Maybe get a second one. Um, one for catering, one for daily setup. Um, hopefully, out here on the south side of College Station, so um, we can get the students on the way to the university, as well as all the moms um, on the way to school with the kiddos and things. There's tons of um, elementaries and middle schools and high schools out here, um, and I want kiddos and moms to be able to swing through and grab coffee, espressos, any sort of drink you want, um, and all my donuts and flavors, and it be a drive-through with the trailer. So you don't have to get out of your car. We'll have a girl standing out front with a with an iPad. Oh, really? Run this like, like Chick Fil A, and yeah, Chick Fil A so, kills it. We can kill it. So full service, full like service. I can drop my daughter off at high school, and then just like, oh yeah. By the way, give me a coffee and some donuts. Yeah, coffee and donuts. Swing through the little the the trailer drive through, and um, yeah, we'll get you fixed up. That's such a great idea. I think so too. Yeah. So I'm um now just now starting to brainstorm and kind of look around town to see if there is an open spot with enough um space for traffic flow uh you know in town 
But there's it tons flat. of traffic flow I'm, on South College Station. Yeah. There's schools everywhere over here. Well, yeah, as far as traffic flow, but um, as far as enough space that we can have traffic flow and not. Yeah, they're going to be mess, able to drive Yeah, through. that city won't come in and say, yeah, this ain't working, Taylor. You're going to have to move this somewhere else. <laughs> Preferably outside the city limits. <laughs> you have to get permits, don't you, to set yeah, up on do, stuff yeah. like that? Permits. Permits, permits, licenses, permits. They're like, yeah, we want our money. Everyone yeah. needs a cut, but yeah. <laughs> I guess that's how it works. So it's the price of doing business. Yep. It's the price of being able, I guess, yeah. you know, you want to be able to park, park in a reputable area. Yeah. You got to, you know, you, you get what you pay there. for. That's yes. what they always say. You, you get what you do. pay for. It's kind of true. It's kind of true. It is, especially. But yeah, so looking to do that in town. Um, true end game is to franchise the trailer to um, other young women entrepreneurs who are in school and not really knowing what to do and needing kind of a little saving grace uh, trailer to come by just like it did for me, you know? And to be able to share my story and to show girls that I did this, I've proven it to work, you can do it too. Um, I'll outline the steps for you and I'll give you, for six months I'll show you, um, I'll book you out your trailer in your town, in your city, and here's how to do it. I'll give them the whole step, the whole book on how to do it, on That's how awesome. I did it. Pay it forward. Yeah, pay it forward um, and then build their success because their success is your success. And and then hopefully within the next five years, I will be in the business of not selling donuts, but selling donut darlings. Um, that would be really, really cool. That would that, be really, really cool. It sounds exciting. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just like, why I not? I think you have that goal, like, you know. Yeah, I want to inspire people to do it. So why not use my story to show other young women entrepreneurs that you don't have to go. You know, college sets you up saying you need to go get a job. You need to go work for a great company so you can go make them money. But why don't you start from scratch, struggle. It's going to be hard, but in the end game, you're going to be able to, I think you'll win. Yeah, if you put put enough into it i mean well, i mean as long as you're that person yeah i yeah. mean there's some people that I think don't that's want, the, that's gonna be the it. hardest part is finding you know finding that girl who who is interested and and you know just fully 150 million percent committed um it's tough because it's you tough. hear people say it all the time like i could do this they, I i'm do an this. i'm an entrepreneur yeah. like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that but then they don't actually do it they're just like it's so, it's you can a dream talk of about theirs it. but they don't really want it it can be scary i get it i mean but you gotta truly want it you gotta believe you can do it and you have to bet on yourself yeah <laughs> you have to bet on yourself because and yeah i mean i mean all the liabilities on you you got to get up and work every morning you got to get up and, and do something to make money and but the fact that you have the trailer and the opportunity to get up every morning and go set up shop wherever you want to set up if you've got the permit to do so um, you can make money. I mean, it's easy. It's simple. It's 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 the lemonade stand. It's the girl's little girl's dream at the end of her driveway is to sell lemonade. Um, that's kind of what what we've been able to do. It just turned it into a completely adult business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that lemonade stand on yeah. steroids. You like yeah. drive around. Do you ever go in the like really early in the mornings to places and set like? do things really early so like the early people who get up and go to work at six well that's what i kind of want to do right now is is um I, I haven't started doing that we we do four yeah four to five events a week of all um catered events so it's going to be 
um, apartment complexes that are doing um, residency appreciation events or the hospital or, you know, just all these different places um, that you can come find the trailer. But I want it to be more accessible to those people who are just driving to work in the morning. Um, And that's why I'm looking for a place currently to set up in town so we can get that regular traffic every morning. So you'd be there like really early so that people that... Yeah, 6 to 11, just all day, every day. And then the afternoon be able to book out those events with the trailer until we can get a second one that can handle one for catering, one for food trucking. That's awesome. It's going to be a lot. What an awesome plan. I love it. I know. Yeah. It's just, it's all good. Life's so good. Do you ever like get into stuff, like not not the Formula One situation, but do you ever find yourself like at any point double booking yourself because you're so busy that, I mean, keeping track of your calendar, are you really good at organizing stuff or you have people do that for you? Oh my gosh. That's, that's kind of the part that, okay, so I'm such a personable person. So I love to get out. I love to meet people. I love to be in public. I love to, um, yeah, just get out there and talk to people and the whole scheduling and the marketing and and the social media behind it is probably my biggest struggle. I'm, I'm not a fan of social, like I, I, I work really hard to produce good content and I love, um, being able to share the story and stuff, but I, I, I find myself not being able to keep up with, with all of the, the new trends and stuff on social media and things because, you know, and a bunch of people in my age just know so much more about social media than I do because I'm so busy with the business. And it's like, um, that's just something I'm not necessarily as good at is, is keeping track of my events and booking and things like that. But, um, Thankfully, with my friend, uh, she's kind of taught me how to use Google Calendar <laughs> instead of my little planner. I had an old school, really cute planner because I like love to see it like sitting in front of me and it's all in my cute handwriting and my stickers and things. You know, every girl has one of those planners, but I needed to be able to get it to where the public can see my whole calendar. So now we've got Google Calendar and you can see every event on my website. So I'm slowly starting to learn online so if somebody wanted to book from you, they yeah. can go to that calendar and can, see if you have an open date on, oh, I have an event here. Can event we do here. that? And they can literally book it on the website. Oh, they can book? They can so book they it can on the website. book your events too. They can book what it's not just to show where you are. It's like, no, I can book an event. No, I can you. book an event and I can show up on her calendar if I want to. Oh, that is genius. Oh, it's genius. And I leave it all up to my little marketing guru. How cool is that? Like they can just go, I don't know. If, and I can't think of any. Um, that would do something where you could just go book an event online, make it that easy. Yeah. Pricing and everything is pricing, there too. Every, yeah, we have our services page as well. So you can look up, um, pricing and yeah, events we can do. Uh, I've got public events on there. I've got private events. Um, we've got the cakes on there as well as delivery. So, um, yeah, whatever do you, you want. Do you do special cakes, like just cakes where people can come pick them up from you? Yeah, I deliver them. You don't even have to get in your car. Are you You'll just me? deliver the cake by itself. You don't even have to be setting up for an event there. No, I, I deliver cakes all the time. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what event you've got going on, but if you need a donut cake, <laughs> call me. Tell me what your colors are, tell me what your theme is, and I'll make it real cute. I'll make it real cute. <laughs> that's this is all like genius ideas, like making this stuff. Like, did you just come up with that stuff out of thin, like one thing roll? How did you get into start delivering cakes then? Um, I saw it on Pinterest. I saw that someone had made a don- donut hole cake and I said, um, I could do that. What? And, uh, 
I had a bride say, hey, is there any way that you can make a Jonah Hole cake? And I said, yes. That's all I said was yes. And then you made the cake? And then I made the cake, and it was awesome. And it was huge. It was way too big, but it was awesome. And uh, so, how did people? It. How did people find out about that? You like? How did you get into delivering them? Then, like, how did it work into doing that? People just hear, hear, like, "Hey, I want a cake." And you're like, "Okay, I'll make it and deliver it." I said, "Yeah, I'll make it and deliver it." And I, I just price it out in my head and go, "This is how much I think it's worth." And if you want to pay for it, then I'll make it for you. And uh, yeah, it's pretty good price. I mean, a wedding cake is close to a thousand dollars. A typical wedding cake that you get um at every wedding but these brides are wanting to do things more now that are super trendy and super different and nothing you know just something something no one's seen before and so these cakes are really cool and i only charge 240 dollars a cake so they spend a total of about 500 dollars um, for two cakes way bigger than they could have imagined <laughs> <laughs> She got a lot of bang for her buck. Somebody should do, like, if you could make it happen, a wedding cake with the bride and the groom made out of donuts Dude, that are four feet tall. We'll make it happen. Whatever you need. to do that. Whatever so you need. So that you can take I that need, picture. I may need to call a cake boss for that one. That one's like an intense, <laughs> you know, like sculpture. I don't know if I'm that that uh, talented, but I could try. And I'll say yes and, and do it. We'll see, say what, yes we'll say yes and figure it out, so it out after. You. Yeah. <laughs> We'll do it. We'll do it. Screw it. We'll do oh, it. It'll that's be good. so awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, where, like, I guess Donut Dawn is a website. Mm-hmm. You've got Instagram. Um, and if anybody's a hardworking female out there that is looking for job opportunities. Yeah, job opportunities. Or even if you're interested in, in even, like, you know, listening to this podcast and saying, you know, I, I could do that. Message me. Text me. I'd love to meet you. I'd love to have coffee. I'd love to... Um, Get to know you as a person. Get to know you as an as an entrepreneur, and um, yeah, just kind of sounds like you can yes. go into the consulting business. I would love to. Um, that would be a great you know avenue as well. To all go right, anybody it. that wants to just hit her up, yeah, so come and consult hit for me you. Up. If you want to talk, if you want to have a conversation, if you want donuts, if you need coffee, if you need a hug, whatever you need, <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <laughs> whatever you need, if you need a hug, I'm there. I'm oh. there. I'm your donut girl. Fantastic. Yes. Well, um, I know we, we had talked about something. So um, what are we going to do for this yeah. podcast? Okay, so we're doing a little deal, guys. Um, this is going to be super cool. Um, we're thinking kind of if you follow Aaron's podcast over here, 9 to 5 Ventures, um, get a friend to follow and come up to us. See us afterwards at uh, at the trailer. If you come to the trailer, you'll get 50% off um, of your of your order and the code for that is going to be sprinkles 50 so if you um want to listen to more stuff that we've got and more of aaron's great podcast that he has um you can have a friend uh share it with them share it on facebook share it on instagram get a friend to follow and start listening to the podcast um and you're welcome to come up to the trailer at any public event um with the code sprinkles 50 and we will get you 50 percent off of your entire order that's to- um, that's. I was like blown away when you came up with that idea. I was like, "Are you sure you want to do 50? That's oh, yeah. a whole lot. Oh, we're doing fifty percent. Yes. Um, get a friend to listen to Aaron's podcast. Um, he's got great content on everything. All of the great people that you bring in here, and I love love listening to what you got to say oh, that's and awesome. all of people. Now I'm that- gonna blush. Yeah. Now I'm Good. gonna blush. Good. I love what you do here. <laughs> I really do. I love what you do, and you're growing. We're all growing. 
um, small business supporting other small businesses and yeah, I, I support it. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you no, so thank much you. for having thank me. You. Tag me. everybody that you know and do the same for her on her, the Donut Darling yeah. on Instagram, Facebook. If you want 50% um, off, we got to, yeah, prove it. We're going to, you're going to follow, get your friend to follow um, Aaron's podcast and we'll, we'll and get you hooked up at the trailer. I'm going to keep track of all of her upcoming events and blast it out on my social media. And at the beginning of the podcast, you'll be able to hear, because I post them right away whenever I get them. So I do a podcast and if it's not that same day, it's the next morning when I, after I get done with the the intro and everything so sprinkles 50 hear, sprinkles 50 don't forget or if you do forget i mean you'll pay yeah full you'll price pay full price so don't forget it is. but it would really <laughs> help at, like working together it gets more people to her thing and then also you know kind of lets us know how many people support the podcast so it does a, a two-fold yeah. thing you know um so we really both would appreciate you going and saying Sprinkles 50 at her trailer. At my trailer. <laughs> and tell Russian that you love him. Yes. He's, oh yeah, he'll be there. He is, uh, <laughs> and I know he's probably sitting at home waiting going, hmm, I wonder if she's going to say my name at her podcast today. Yeah. Next oh, code's yeah. going to have to be like Russian 50. Yeah, Russian 50. <laughs> <laughs> Russian 50. That's the next code. Oh my gosh. He's going to die when he hears this. I can't wait to. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, Taylor, thank you very much. Yes. That's, well, thank you so much great. for having me here. And in so another fun. year. Yeah. One more year. We'll have another one. <laughs> one more year. It'll be good. All right. Thanks. Thanks.